Hey everyone, my name is Sean and this is The Love Drive. And just a quick note to let you know that there will be no episodes for two weeks after this one. So you got this episode and then two weeks, no episodes from The Love Drive. Thank you. Here's the show. Is this person sitting right next to us the new love interest? Or is that the ex? No, new. Oh, excellent. Just for people listening at home. The new love interest is literally three feet away from us. Welcome to another edition of Free Love Advice, the segment where I set up a free love advice sign in a public place and wait for people to come to me. So last year, I used to do a lot more video and blog writing. And there's something about video that I don't like in the sense that it feels very intrusive when I interview people on the street, uh, like sort of man on the street style. I feel like I'm interrupting them in their day. And since I've started doing free love advice, I just sit somewhere public. It could be like a park or some steps near a sidewalk or, uh, fuck, where did I do this one? Like in an airport. <laughs> Actually, I tried to do this in an airport at SFO last, last weekend. And immediately, almost immediately after setting up shop, uh, the head of operations came by. And I was excited. I was like, oh, do you need some free love advice? And she looks at me and she goes, no, but you need a permit to give free love advice. Anyways, long story short... I love giving free love advice, but men never sit down with me. I mean, I won't say never, rarely sit down with me. And I don't know if that's because men are shy about talking to me about love or they don't want to look like they need any help in that department or they're just uncomfortable talking about it. So for the most part, I don't talk to men. But today, I have two short conversations with men. One about how to get over your ex. And this is a great conversation because it starts off in a way that many of the conversations that I have with men start off. The second, how to tell your parents that you love them. How to tell your parents, I love you. My name is Sean, and this is The Love Drive. So, how can I help you today? No, I was curious what you were doing. If you're just oh, I'm giving just giving. Advice. Yeah, I'm giving. You can give. I'm giving, but I will take as well. I'll take. You take. I'll start with taking. Okay. How can I help you? I don't know. Well, what do you have to offer? Well, you have to tell me a situation. It's not canned advice. Yeah. It's custom advice. Okay, that's fair. No, like, do you have a situation that you could use a sounding board? Or just some rando to give you advice that's usually based pretty strongly in, in like love and honesty and openness. That's my thing. Do that. That sounds great. Okay. So you have to tell me a thing though. Oh, I know. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, how would you go about moving on from one person to the next? Okay. Is this something that's happening to you in your life? Yeah. Do you have an ex and then a new love interest? Yeah. Are you still hung up on the ex? Yes. Is this person sitting right next yeah. to us the new love interest? Hey. Or is that the ex? No, new. Oh, excellent. 
just for people at, listening at home, the new love interest is literally three feet away from us. So, and what's the issue with the ex? Well, it's tough when you constantly think about her, right? And it's, she's in a different city. So it was working long distance and it stopped. And yeah, still being into it, but she's not. And then obviously you have to move on because, well, you know, you can't just stay hung up on things forever, but it's still at the back of your mind. And how do you remove it enough to move forward? Are you still friends on social media? Yeah, yeah. Number one, unfriend and block her. Well, so it's not that easy. Oh, there's complications. Yeah, well, I still pay her rent. Like, we lived together, she moved out, and we're on good terms. It's not like there was this horrible thing, you know? Like, I saw her two weeks ago, and it was, it was fine. I always feel like no contact is the best way to just like let things be for a while. Mm-hmm. And it also gives your brain and your heart like space and time. And then you get to sort of build new memories and new moments with this new person who seems very nice. And just because things are on good terms, you left on good terms, doesn't mean that you can't do a period of no contact, which will help, I think, soothe and like give distance from this relationship. I mean, obviously I hear that there are like some challenges because there's like a co-housing situation but is there a way to work all that into like no contact for a bit for you to like get some distance yeah i mean there's minimal contact as it is it's not like uh it's not like i message her weekly or anything like that so then it shouldn't be a problem to take a break from social media also like as a whole no from her yeah no no problem at all okay yeah, no, that the the no contact issue. That's that's not. I mean, I think that's my number like one piece of advice mm-hmm. is to do a no contact and to explain to her like that you're just doing this to get distance because it sounds like you're the one who is more into it. Yeah. yeah. But no, she would have no problem with that. Do you have a problem with that? No. Okay. So that's my number one piece of advice. That's a good one. So what's the other what's the other piece here that I'm not that I'm not like catching on to? Is it just the fact that you keep you think about her often? Well, yes and no. I mean, obviously it's there. When did you break up? Like four months ago. How long were you together? Two and a half years. Do you uh, feel like maybe there's you would want to get back together with her at some point? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did she break up with you? Yes. Okay, well then it's over. You, okay, here's the, here it is. Here it is. I found it. Uh, I think part of it is going to be like to just accept the fact that that relationship is over, that that chip has sailed, mm-hmm. and that there's like brighter horizons. I think number one, uh, accepting the fact that it's over and that they're they're you're not going to get back together. Number two, uh, n- a period of no contact, and number three, time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's the time thing, right? I mean, and and I mean, actually, number one is appreciating what you have right now. Yeah, no, that's a big part of the things, and being open and honest and truthful. So yeah, that's a big that's a big part of it. That's my advice. I mean, I don't really have any like tricks. Yeah, I know. I thought you were gonna like, hey, try this. I know. Okay, no, cool. well, you can listen to my podcast. Yeah, I'll give it a go. That that's a trick. Will I be on it? Yeah, you're, that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> cool. First <laughs> podcast. Awesome. 
I know I'm getting, it's all about the guys today. Usually it's only women that will, that will sit with me, but today it's guys. We get the woman's perspective. We can. Yeah. Do you want to talk? Do you want to, do you want to get in on this? It could be weird and interesting. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Can you switch? Sure. Switch you? Everybody, we're going to switch. That goes on your left ear. The cable goes on your left. Okay. So uh, a little bit closer to your mouth. Like this? Yeah. That sounds great. Okay. And and like, don't be scared to, to have volume. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's up? I don't, I don't know. Uh, you, you're in love with this guy or like in love? You're seeing, you're dating this guy. How long have you been dating? A few weeks. I've known him for a while. Put the microphone closer to your mouth. Like this. Yeah. Okay. You've known him for a while. How, and are you, you guys have been, you're dating now? Yeah. I don't, yeah, I guess you could call it that. What, have you guys had sex? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you feel about the fact that he's like still kind of in love with his ex-girlfriend? Uh, well, I have a, I feel like I'm very understanding of it because I just went through a very similar situation. Oh, that's nice. It's very, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, so I had a breakup this winter and it was the other person who broke it off right. and I didn't want to end it. You bo- you're both in the same place. Yeah. No, this is perfect. It's like a match made in breakup heaven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you need, do you need any advice? Other uh, than what I, everything that I just told him? I feel like that was pretty good advice. I really agree with the no, the no contact. Dude, it's huge. Thing. It's yeah. mandatory. It should yeah. be mandatory. I'm making it mandatory and it's going to be enforced. Yeah. I don't know how. All right. So maybe you'll be the enforcer. Maybe. How are you feeling about your breakup? I feel like I've like come out on the other end of it. Mm. Yeah. It's nice to come out during springtime. Yeah, it was really good timing. Springtime happened and I got a new job and got out of another sort of work situation that wasn't great. So oh, it's like a lot of nice new things. Your life is blossoming. Yeah. I mean, it didn't feel like that at the time right. when it was like, here are all the new changes. Yeah. Deal here's some, sh- here's a big pile of shit. Yeah. Yeah. But you look happy. Yeah. I feel much happier now. Your eyes are all bright and clear. My friend the other day said, oh, how's your boyfriend? And I said, oh, he's not my boyfriend anymore. And she was like, oh, but you're seeing someone. And I was like, no. And she said, I can tell. I can tell by the way you're shining. Oh. It was cute. That's so sweet. Uh, That's a good friend. Yeah. She could tell. She knew I was lying. Yeah, you were lying. That's a bad friend. You were a bad friend. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This whole like triad situation that I find myself in right now Mm -hmm. is very calm and gentle. I like that. Yeah. Can't wait to hear you guys on the radio. Super fun. Well, thanks. Thanks for having us. Thanks for listening. Like, you know, it's great to just talk and be listened to. It's great. I'm here to help. Also, sometimes people help me. Okay, I got something for you. I wrote a guide. It's called The Seven Habits of Highly Sexual People. 
I basically took everything that I do to be highly sexual. And then I asked everybody that I know or that I know to be highly sexual what they do. And I condensed it into a two page guide. So seven habits of highly sexual people. It's free to download. It's on my website. So if you go to thelovedrive.com at the top of the page, there's like a place for your email address and there's a button. And when you press it, you get signed up to my newsletter where I will send you one piece of content a week, basically the best of, of the love drive. And I'll also send you the guide, the seven habits of highly sexual people immediately. You'll, you'll get access to it right away. Plus you'll also get another guide, the three kick-ass conversation starters, which is basically how I start a conversation with anybody anywhere. Like it doesn't matter. It could be for a date. It could be a bus driver. It could be, uh, for example, I've used it multiple times on this uh, trip that I'm on. I've used it every time with the like gate check-in agents at the airport to get a free upgrade. You know how nowadays you have to pay for the exit row. It's like 63, 63 bucks. Anyway, I don't pay for those, but I always get the upgrade. And I, I start all of those conversations with the three kick-ass starters. Anyways, that's it. Go to my website, lovedrive.com. Put in your email address. You'll get the guides, seven habits, three kick-ass starters. On with the show. How can I help you? I think I'm a very to myself sort of person when it comes to to love. Um, I think relationship wise, I can't complain. I guess I've always been a, a one person kind of guy. Found that person and yeah, ha- happy with it. I think in terms of my own personal opinion on love, I find it harder to share share love I guess with family members so yeah it's a strange one it's obviously unconditional love however I don't go home every day and say oh mum I love you sort of thing I guess that's probably my strangest area of love so any more tips on being able to to be more open with immediate family members and make it accessible so we I have this grandma and forever like we would tell her that we loved her and and my mom used to tell me that like you know grandma you know grandma never told her that she loved her and so on the phone she would say you know i love you and she would and she would reply okay yeah and she just she just couldn't do it and we just kept doing it and doing it and my mom would would go tell grandma you love her tell grandma you love her and eventually she said me too and eventually that turned into i love you and so it was long and it was over a long period of time and it was slowly but it did change and so i guess i'm curious like what would happen if you if you told your mom that you your your mom that you loved her your mom i think she would uh i think she'd just stop and start crying (laughs) to to be honest it's very much a similar situation to what you just explained there but i guess i'm the other end so my my mom in particular would be very much oh you know we love you if you need anything talk to us and I'm very much, yep, okay, great, yep. Yeah, righto. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's something I definitely want to be more conscious of as I'm getting older as well. Yeah. Um, Mums literally just want you to be happy. Yeah, and I think when you start getting of an age where you start losing people, that's when you realize that actually you, you shouldn't take that for granted when people are here and... You, you should tell people you love them more. Yeah. The important people. 
Um, I know through losing grandparents, you know, very rarely you'd say I love you. However, now I'm down to one single grandparent left, and uh, I definitely make more of an effort with him because I think you realise that it's important to spend time with these people because you're not going to be with them forever. That that's something I've definitely improved on. I just want to, I guess, progress that into into my parents, sisters, brothers, whatever. I'm I'm fine with my partner. I'm fine with my grandparents, but yeah, I, I guess I'm slowly getting there. What's in the way? Um, nothing really. I think that's the that's um, a poor excuse as well. I mean, is there fear? Like fear that you won't look strong or masculine or uh, no, ego? Thing? No, none whatsoever. I think I'm I'm the first person to to say I, I don't have an ego in that way. I think I get it from my dad as well. He's a very very quiet quiet person. And I think even him talking to me that is very very. Um, hard when it comes to personal things yeah um my mum's a lot more forthcoming with those things and she, <laughs> she'll want to she'd she'd rather sit me down and talk about the birds and the bees and you know everything whereas my dad he will tell me if i need to know something which he has done however just sitting down and having a conversation like we are doing now we'd rarely do it about serious things such as this so my uh grandpa was I think like in his 60s when my dad was born. So like my dad was like very much an accident because his, his brother is like 30 years older than him. And, uh, and he told me at one point that his, his dad had never held his hand or told him he loved him ever. And so to me, like he tells me that he loves me every now and then and, we, and, and I, I say it back. And it's just so much, it's like such an improvement over what he had as a child you know? And so I think we just, we improve like generation upon generation. Like we get more in touch with our emotions. We become more willing to have that conversation. And so it sounds like it's your turn to like step it up and tell your parents that you love them. I mean, your mom's going to be over the fucking moon and your dad's probably going to be a little bit awkward about it. Yeah. I, I'd agree with you in terms of doing that how, how do you recommend just just walk in the door one day and and say it to him or time yeah. and place do yeah you, i mean what's your recommendation yeah just do it like i i like this thing this like concept of like being really honest about the fact that you're about to do something awkward and just say like hey mama there's something i've been wanting to tell you for a while i don't really know how to say it probably gonna fuck it up but i just really wanted to let you know that i love you I mean, I don't think you can go wrong there. No, I, f I think that sounds the best way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah, certainly take that under my belt. Yeah. Can you do yeah. that? Do you want to practice with me? Ah. <laughs> I'll do it on the night. <laughs> Save it all in the tank. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it'll be more powerful. Yeah. Anyway. You won't have diluted the message. Yeah. I like to tell my friends I love them all the time, and, and I'm like very vocal about it, and then they say they love me back, and it feels really nice. Like male yeah. friends, you know? It's yeah. Like, I just don't care. Like, I want people to know. Yeah. So I let them know.
Love Drive is produced by me, Sean Galanos, with the help from Guilford Street Studios. I am a small outfit and I tremendously appreciate your support. Uh, The best thing you can do for me right now is subscribe to the show and tell a friend. If you believe that honest, authentic, playful conversations about sex and love is essential and that we need more of it, then please do your part and spread the love. You can find out more about me, The Love Drive, and get detailed show notes at thelovedrive.com. Thank you for listening and stick around. I have some amazing guests coming your way. 